Radio 191 FM podcast. And here's George talking about movies. Thanks, Jonathan. Yes, George is back. He's been to the flicks. He's gone and seen some things that you might not have seen yet and wants to tell you all about them. Yeah, so um, went up to Christchurch and uh, went to one of the, the, the big, huge Hoyt uh, complex next to um, uh, the, the, the bus stop and went and saw Ad Astra. Um, why is it called? Uh, uh, why that name? It's Latin. To the stars. Oh, is it Latin for to the stars? Well, then you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, this is interesting again. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. um, (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, just initially, that Hoyt complex is already Uh, (laughs) sci-fi. You're like, it's self-service popcorn and weird flashing lights and all that kind of thing. So, Ad Astra... uh, stars um brad pitt i mean it's pretty much um brad pitt it's directed by james gray uh he directed the lost city of uh z that's pretty much what people will know him (coughs) as uh directing so yeah brad pitt uh as our central character uh tommy lee jones um and uh yeah i mean that's pretty much it some secondary characters uh including uh, Ruth Neger. Um, so, and Donald Sutherland. So, uh, Brad Pitt's character, uh, Roy McBride, uh, in this sci fi uh, thriller, um, he is on a mission that I guess you could describe as an apocalypse now kind of mission. He's going up the river um, that just happens to be uh, space. He's an astronaut, um, he works around Earth. He gets called in by the Space Command uh, and asked to head out to Neptune uh, to find uh, his father, uh, played played by um, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, his father, you know, he thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. His, his father, uh, McBride's father, is, is a hero uh, among the, uh, the kind of uh, space um, profession. Uh, and the world uh, for you know going out the furthest a human never has uh, with something called the Lima Project, uh, which deals with um, trying to find uh, aliens uh, in you know in in the galaxy, um, and you know it's a high tech, um, isolated research uh, mission that is you know as I said isolated out in Neptune. And so, you know, definitely an apocalypse now kind of uh, thread going on there. You know, this 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 hero, this uh, you know, one of the best of the best, this Colonel Kurtz, uh, has gone too far up the river, uh, and has, uh, as we find, possibly uh, gone insane uh, and turned against uh, everyone, including uh, his his crew. And there's these power surges going on um, around Earth. Uh, this, uh, there's a brilliant, spectacular scene at the start that uh, kind of establishes this for us. Uh, and this is the threat uh, to Earth, really, these power surges uh, that are um, apparently emanating from the Lima Project, from McBride's uh, father out 
uh, at Neptune with his high-tech research ship and its um, its antimatter, um, you know, insert science fiction kind of research slash weapon object here. And so that's the premise uh, of the film. And I mean, the film. I mean, is. I mean, I should say because this is a really important part. The marketing around this film has been that it's an uh, action space thing. Um, but also importantly, you know, you keep seeing NASA things, Brad Pitt talking to the International Space Station, uh, all this kind of um, uh, press and marketing around how this is a hard science film like uh, The Martian. Uh, and so the marketing um, ploy has been really successful at, for example, filling uh, the cinema like I was in uh, with heaps of people who are not expecting the film that you get. Uh, and that is, you know, really interesting, really f- kind of funny, really, but also kind of embarrassing. And I wonder how uh, the director, James Gray, feels about uh, his art getting uh, misrepresented. But, you know, this is the natural path of, I think, all films. But really what you have here is a film that's much more like High Life uh, that I reviewed a few months ago, much more like a um, a teetering on pretentious... Uh, you know, uh, uh, intellectual science fiction rather than a The Martian or a uh, action gravity, uh, for for example. And it has somehow um, snuck in uh, to the mainstream. Um, I can imagine a big part of that is, you know, it's got Brad Pitt in it. Brad Pitt, one of the most famous and, uh, you know, I would say one of the best actors um, uh, of our time. And he gives a in 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 this movie, he gives a uh, very minimalistic, um, subtle, but quite intense um, uh, portrayal of a, of a man who is very troubled. Now, this is set in the near future, uh, and throughout the film, there's these kind of world-building moments where we find out that you know everyone is on kind of. Um, uh, mood stabilizing drugs uh, so they don't go crazy in space and so there's that kind of dystopian uh, THX 1138 uh, kind of uh, thing going on in terms of uh, everyone kind of being a bit a bit nullified by um, dystopian kind of drug controls and, and, and that sort of thing and Pitt still makes this character interesting despite him being a bit dumbed down and being a bit uh, kind of replicant, a bit kind of Ryan Gosling as, uh, you know, uh, as uh, the Blade Runner character in the recent film. Um, uh, and is acting, you know, much more with his uh, with his face, facial expressions uh, and that sort of thing. And he's a trouble, this character is a troubled guy, you know, his, his father left for Neptune when he was young and suddenly he's appearing again and so a lot of the film is Brad Pitt's character coming to grips uh, with this uh, and it, and a lot of the film is the father-son relationship it just so happens uh, that it is a uh, inner science fiction um, science fiction universe now you know lovers of science fiction uh, you know will enjoy this uh, it is not a space uh, action I think that's really what it got to hammer home. But in terms of 
the canon of science fiction and the canon of going up the river and going crazy and the canon of near future stuff and apocalypse and all that kind of thing so apocalypse now 2001 um, Blade Runner as I, as I said in THX 1138 uh, you know it's it's in it's in that sort of certain realm um, but people may become bored by its considered uh, slow pace um, despite you know a, a few really good action sets you know there's a really amazing car chase on the moon rover race um, chase on the moon um, which they get the physics and sound of the sound design this movie is brilliant uh, they get that really really uh, well done uh, but all in all yeah a, a considered slow pace possibly pretentious um, <laughs> science fiction I mean again Apocalypse Now the narration the, the Charlie Sheen narration voiceover we get this from Brad Pitt in this film uh, which is sometimes a bit on the nose. I mean, we we know it's a film about a kid being uh, messed up because his dad isn't there. You know, sometimes it's a bit kind of uh, on on the nose. But yeah, so I mean, it's a it's a complicated movie, uh, really, in, in in my view, and definitely deserves maybe a second watch from me and and more kind of uh, thought about you know really where it's sitting in in terms of other films and that sort of thing. Um, I think cinephiles will really enjoy kind of unpacking it <clears throat> the way I have as well, but definitely the popular audience it was atten- in- intended for in terms of its marketing, um, that's, uh, that, that, that's a no-go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd still enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's always this weird, because I love sci-fi too, but I really enjoy the, the technical part of sci-fi and, mm. and like the space battles and that kind of stuff that's why I never liked movies like um, what was that one with Sam Neill on the spaceship yeah Event Horizon yeah yeah. I mean th- this movie owes a little bit to that in terms of the dangers and unknowns uh, of space again going up the river in Apocalypse now mm. um, but yeah the, the uh, this film feels like the studio and the director and you know the investors have all been pulling at it from different corners and the in the end it's it's not very cohesive sometimes the science is right and sometimes the science is chucked out the window uh and uh on top of that is this uh what people will, will think is maybe boring and pretentious um kind of uh outer space but also inner space of a man and, and his father you know that kind of thing dad yeah why'd yeah. you leave yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we had that in intergalactic in a way intergalactic oh, not intergalactic what's the one with uh matthew mcconaughey sorry what I interstellar. interstellar yeah i mean this is a, i've been looking at people's reactions to, there was this hilarious tweet had a picture of the martian and he's like an interstellar the man went to space because of his daughter, you know, and Ad Astra's because of his father, and then it's like, um, Matt Damon went to Mars because he's a damn astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, so the, yeah, sorry, this film has, like, been grabbed into the cultural wars and all yeah. that kind of thing. So, yeah, there's, there's heaps there, so people will like that. Yeah. All right, well, go to it, or maybe not. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, George. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.